This is the recording of the speech on Shabbos Day, Parshas Vo'era. In Shabbos. This week, I have to be in Miami for a conference. The conference takes place <clears throat> in South Beach, by 17th Street, and I stay by my in-laws by the Carriage Club, which is on 50th Street. It's about two miles. Every year I go to this conference, and at night I like to walk back from the from the South Beach all the way up at the two miles. It's a good walk. It's refreshing. It's about an hour. It's beautiful. So I was on the phone with my wife. My wife said something to me that she says to me a number of times over the years. I believe she's not correct about it. I'll tell you what she says. You'll see if she's more correct or you think I'm more correct. She says that I think it's a rare thing <clears throat> that you do, that you stay in the middle of, in, in the middle of the very thing that you do, that you stay up in the in the fifties by by you know my 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 parents in their apartment, so that you could be near shul for shacharis, rather than staying in a nice hotel. The firm would be happy to put you up in. And I said, I don't think it's such a weird thing. I think a lot of people do it. My wife has said this to me many times over the years because whenever we go on vacation, I try to, you know, arrange that we're staying in a place, a hotel, apartment, whatever it may be, near a place that we have minion. And she thinks it's uh, not so common. In any event, be it as it may, I will give you the backstory as to why I have been so insistent all these years on trying to ensure that we always have a place. That is because in 2007, I was a, a lawyer getting started, just finished coming back from Israel, and was at a law firm. And in those days, the law firms, they really worked you to the boat. I think, I've heard today that they're not the same kind of sweatshop that it once was. But to give an idea, I remember one time being giddy with joy, happiness, glee, that I called my wife 10 o'clock, the senior associate was working with me, the partner, nobody's there. I can leave. It was 10 o'clock. I'm going to be home by 10.30, 10.45. We were like jumping up and down. Like, this is so exciting to be home so early. Because most nights you didn't get home until 2, 3 in the morning. That's what was a typical night. It was a typical job, typical work day. And the reality was that it was very difficult to make it to Shachras. You get home three, you know, by the time you settle down, whatever, you sleep for a few hours a night, which that part didn't bother me so much. But even the, the, the few hours was not enough to sort of rejuvenate me. And I was at least a 10-minute walk without counting, getting to the elevator, waiting for the elevator, getting down. I was at least 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes from one of the two shuls that were nearby. And I had no energy to do it, to, to walk that far. I would have driven. The problem was there's no way to return your car because Riverdale was like Washington Heights. It's like, you know, these areas in Brooklyn, like there's just no, there's no parking. And if you lose your spot, you lose your spot. So to walk, I had no energy. A car was out of the question. I couldn't bring the car back. So as a result, I ended up basically consistently making chakras, Shabbos and Sunday. But I was missing it during the, the remainder of the week. And I felt very bad about myself. I think Starting out the day, forget halacha, forget requirement. Just starting out the day with shachras changes the day. Starting out the day with shachras making a minion, it 
makes you feel so much better about yourself. And it reminds me of the Admiral McRaven, the famous speech that he gave at a commencement university in Texas, starting a day with making your bed. If you start a day with making your bed, you'll feel a lot better about yourself. So because I felt so bad, I ended up changing jobs. And eventually, the question that one has to ask themselves is, what would you give up for something that you value? In my case, chakras. Chakras of the minion to me is a very big value. What, would I give up a hotel room to have chakras of the minion? Of course. What's the big deal? It doesn't seem like a big sacrifice at all. In fact, I asked myself, what would I give up to have a minion close by? Uh, clearly my basement. So the, the reality is that we all ask ourselves, what is it that we're willing to give up to recognize something that we find valuable? And every one of us has different answers to this question. But I think, especially now, after October 7th, and as we said, we've been talking about this Gaina V'chaina, on Friday night about Allah, about Shabbos Day, about Jash and Agada, Machshava, etc. We should be asking ourselves, what is it that these soldiers are thinking when they're going into battle? And each one of them are thinking to themselves the following. The value of X in this case is the ability for the Jewish people to be living in our ancestral homeland and having the ability to govern ourselves, that that is such a value, I'm willing to give up life or limb. That's what each one of these, the Chayna B'nai Yisrael, are fighting in Gaza, are saying. And many of them, unfortunately, are losing life and limb. But that is the equation that they're putting in their mind. And there are many people who are very foolish, and they have very mistaken understandings of X. To me, the colossal example of this is the example of of Bill Gross, who was the bond king, the head of PIMCO, the genius of fixed income. What an incredible, absolute brilliant mind. And what did he do? Mama, she gave it all up. He lost everything. He was in a fight for 10 years with his neighbor, Mark Taufik, about a sculpture that he planted in his yard. Mama, she had a fight in court and back in motions and more discovery and more motions up and down. The behavior was unbelievable. It was tabloid fodder. He ended up not only lost his wife and he lost his job as the CEO of Pimco and he lost his um he lost his title. I mean, sort of as the bank, you know, we take him so seriously anymore. He lost his ability to manage money. He lost so much. I think if you'd have asked him rationally, is this fight with the neighbor? Is this all you, you, you have a mercurial personality? Fine, people got along with him, but you're acting so unhinged. You're willing to give up all these things for this? He probably would have said no. But the reality was, in this case. If you have a mistaken X and you end up giving so much of your time and your money to it, it absolutely can destroy you. Reminds me of the Gemara in Sanhedrin in relation to Yeruvim ben Nevat. The Gemara says over there that Hashem offered him that if you're going to return, same as the Gemara Chagiga, but Acha Chazorba, do tshuva. Vani ben Yishai, Nital began Eden. And Vani, Vatov ben Yishai, Nital began Eden. And he says, Mi Baraish. And Hashem says, Ben Yishai He says, If so, I'm not interested. I don't need it. That is, it was worth it to give up being the Thailand Maganadin with Hakodesh Borchu and Davan Melech. If he's not going to be first, it's not worth it. They will give up, they'll give up all the Ganadin just not to be in second place. People make decisions that are rash and wrong all the time. They have a, a misunderstanding of what the real good things in life to value. And as a result of that, Nebuch, they end up giving up their time, hopefully not life and limb, but giving up their time, money, and things to things that are not of value. 
I think you see that in this Sedra, in the evolution of Pari. At the end, beginning of the story, in last week's Sedra, we learned that Pari says, Loyadatis Hashem, and Gamas Israel, Ashaleah. But in the Ayatika Sedra, in the Bakhatika Sedra, Pari could no longer deny Hashem. That's probably Kimmy. Hashem at Sadik, Vanivahme or Shoyim. Pari knows this Hashem, so what's he fighting for anymore? The answer seems to be that Pari is fighting about the relation of Ashkiachal Pratis. How much, how transcendent is Hashem versus how much Ashkiachal does Hashem have in this world? It seems to me that. Pari was unwilling to accept that Gorish Baruch's Ashkak was so absolutely specific. Prote Proteus. You see already in the certain Magalas, in the Magal of Arba, Hashem separates out the Jews from the non Jews. But in the Magal of Devi, you see a beautiful that the Pasik tells us that if Hashem, Bain Mikne Yisrael, Bain Mikne Mitzrayim, Hashem's going to make a distinction between the Jewish cattle and the non Jews. So the Jewish cattle is not going to die that, the, the, the Egyptian cattle will. And the Pari sent after the Maka not to find out how bad the Maka was to affect the flocks of the Egyptians, to find out if there was even one Jewish animal that died. Because if there was even one animal that belonged to Jews that died, his ability to send out the Jews would be, his decision not to send out the Jews would be vindicated. Because this HaKadosh Baruch doesn't really run things so well. That is to say, Pari is willing to stake his life, his ruler, his 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 author, his um, kingship, his rule over Egypt, his own life, his son's life. He's willing to give it all up for his vision of keeping the Jewish people on the basis of the fact that Gershbro was not really fearing the veil with such a shock of protest. And of course, this is the lesson that he has to ultimately learn. We should be zayicha to be able to identify the right value, whether it's family, whether it's our jobs, Torah, etc., whatever their values are that we want to focus on. Not the chasr, not to give up life or limb, but our fundamental, most important commodity is our time, which we can never leverage to get more of. It will never be more than 24 hours a day for anybody. The most that we can do is utilize it appropriately. We should be zeichet to be able <coughs> to give the most important thing that we have, our time, our energy, to the most valuable things. And in that, Shemizeha, to Yeshua, and to Yeshua, peace, eternal hostages, but Shabbos.